Yeah. By Nestle? By the way, Nestle. We we are. We're uh, we're sponsored by my wife. We're sponsored by the... Do you guys hear that? Yeah. Oh it's my god. Time. What is it? So continue. Yeah. We're sponsored by the company that's uh, raping us of water in California. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nestle. Because Everybody we is. want you to quit. But Bill Cosby? What? Yeah. Bill, <laughs> Bill Cosby's Bill. putting the drugs in the Nestle water. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous episode. John, what? Episode 18. Because I'm 18. No, no, no. Huh? That's Alice Cooper, correct? No, no, that's not. Is that who's visiting us today? Yeah, yes, Alice Cooper is visiting us today. <laughs> Hold on, let me great. chop off the head of my snake. I'll be right with you. <laughs> Guys, Alice Cooper also loves animals. <laughs> uh, visiting the show today, a Murray a Valor. Val- I told you, you just say, Murray, correct him, Murray, please. Mal- Mur- no, Murray Valor. 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 Just don't. Valeriano. Val- Valerie. Did I get it right? Nope. No. Okay. Val- By the way, this is this is every MC of course. in Middle America. Did you ever I'm consider just okay. <laughs> Middle America? Where do right, they get let's it, get it right. right? Let's get it right first. And then Val- we're ask Valeriano. 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 Ah, it's Valeriano. the Valer part. It's, that, so, is, it's, that is the it's Valeriano. How long have you been doing stand-up? Oh, boy. I've been in comedy for like 20 years. Okay. So, so it, it makes me sad Did you to say. ever? No, did that you, should, no you, that's dude, great. To the 20-year mark, like you're set now... From what I've, the research, John hates it when uh, the I research, you, you want me to turn it off? Is that why you're looking? No, 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 no. But you, I don't you, know why we let it go so long. <laughs> that's the, that's a radio thing, man. Oh you man, be used to. It. Oh man, thanks, man. It's a guesstimation of twenty years, by the way. It's Are not. you watching baseball while this show is going it's on? It's a Cubs doubleheader, man. They're playing the Reds. What do you, you want? You can't from take me? just a second off. I've taken many seconds, dude. It doesn't seem to bother you anyway. Right, so know, back, to, back, like back, back to back to Murray. Back to yeah, but you. So twenty years of is what people often say is kind of the benchmark of. Okay, if you can hang on for twenty years, <laughs> you'll be you, you'll finally get to uh, like a status where you get a little more road work and you'll be yeah, out there. Like, well, if you so choose, correct? If you so choose, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're a family man, and but right. I've been I've been involved in comedy in various forms, not just stand up. Between writing and I got started doing sketch in the clubs, and then I didn't get into stand up until two thousand ninety nine, two thousand, and okay. then I took like four years off. Because okay. I got so fried out so quickly, so tech, so but I was writing comedy for television during that time, so it's kind of I was of a weird kind of trajectory. What I do guess. you? And now I'm just all stand up. Valeriano. Oh, so no, here's the here's, so here's the that, thing. First of all, that's not true. You're not all stand up. You still write. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So w- early on mm-hmm. in stand up, did it ever get to a point where you just got so tired of people bastardizing your name that you that you did you consider just giving them something else? Murray going V. To the stage now? I did. I did Murray V for you a did. bit. As okay. a matter of fact, some like every once in a while, I'll run into an old timer I got started with and be like, Murray V, what's up? <laughs> but um, you know, you go by Murray V, and people are expecting, hey, I'm Murray V over right. here, and I got the thing. Is that what you figured out real quick? Yeah, and I'm not the this guy. This guy's not a fat Italian <laughs> turd. So, so <laughs> So then we're in a gambling golf shirt. Uh, I just said, fuck it. Let's do Valeriano, man. And you just dealt with yeah. it. And you, you know just dealt with it. And this is how I tell every MC before I go on stage. What, what do you want me to say about you? Blah, blah, blah. And how do you say your name? I say my name is pronounced Murray Valeriano. However you say it is fine. Just say it with conviction. Just say it like you own it, man. You're still it, showing up, right? Yeah, still, yeah. It's not like you're not going to go on stage until they get it right. I'm not getting my fucking HBO Hour special at, you know, and Crackers when, in Indiana. You no. know what I mean? And when so, you do get that special, they'll probably spell your name wrong, which yeah. is something I've <laughs> My name is John Huck, and everybody spells it wrong. How do you spell Huck wrong? Uh, or spell, John wrong. They spell John wrong. <laughs> well, you're the jerk who doesn't put an H in it. I'm not a jerk. My full name is Jonathan. The shortened version of Jonathan is John, J-O-N. Oh, right? Well, then go by Jonathan. How about... How about no. 
How about Bill Dwyer? You guys know Bill Dwyer? He's going to be on the show next, actually. <laughs> B-I-L. B-I-L. Oh, that, oh. that one, he must just, his whole life. And you're never going to fix well, that Well, you're one. bringing that on yourself. I or your parents like, are mad I at you. I feel like he did that on purpose or no? Maybe. Well, we'll find well, out, I find guess, out. in the next yeah, episode. That's funny like, that you bring up I like Lola. to come on and talk about other comedians. The, pre- the people who are going to be on right after you. <laughs> yeah, By the yeah. way, we are uh, broadcasting today from... Oh, uh, yeah, the Herald is dead. No, well, I don't care about that as much what? as it's... Uh, I, mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying where we are, we're inside my house. In the kit, not in the kitchen, we're in the, the dining, dining room. I don't know uh, if there's a little bit of a if an echo is in there, it's because this is not a true uh, podcast studio until my uh, man cave gets built. Mm-hmm. If, if, uh, which will be what when the kids are college, when we, when are we thinking, <laughs> that's we're thinking happen? maybe episode 1776. Hey, welcome that to Hollywood not- Anonymous. <laughs> I'm John, Brian's dead. <laughs> we're in the man cave. I know it's like, welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I don't know who I am. <laughs> Has you, have you seen my pants? <laughs> Um, we could say that now, technically. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what I was trying to say the other day. Is like I, I know I'm old now, like I'm I'm forty, so I'm like this old man right. guy now. But I also uh-huh. I, I don't feel like I was like I was telling somebody I was like, no, man, I still like black out sometimes, and I still like piss my pants. I'm not. It's like I'm not forty. Like, no, dude, you're an alcoholic. What is wrong with yeah, you? So oh, you nothing to do with age where you shouldn't. Uh, yeah. that, that's a weird benchmark, by the way. Just well, so you I know, just, I, I felt like it made me kind of was like, I'm young. I still do dumb shit. Well, and no, like, here's the thing, and uh, I'm not going to speak for uh, whether you're over forty or not, okay. Murray. But but when you when you hit forty, you have to remember though your idea of what you think it is, is coming from a 22-year-old dude. And like that, you think back then, that dude is like, he's over the hill, it's ancient, it's over. And then you get there and you're like, eh, well, I don't really know what I mean. And it's not that you're in denial. Really, not much changes. I mean, no, yeah, you, you just, start getting, there's certain things in your body that start well, that, giving up. That's but, where you're, that's where you terrify me. Like, I read your posts <laughs> and your posts are like all about how your body is like dropping. It, and like, but it fun. does. That's the truth. But, I, I will but, say I am over 40, so I can agree to but, dropping. But also, the, and you're a father. Yes, sir. Uh, but you surf regularly? I, yeah, well, yeah. As regularly it's as It's cut can. down since I became a father. Sure. So. Uh, do you gym it up? Do you go to the gym at all? Do you? Uh, my mornings are either gym or uh, surfing. No, no, or sleeping. Or gym. sleeping. How, okay, is, see, how do you get the gym I, in my there? Point was, my point where I was going was... You oh, look, I'm getting back to the gym in a second. <laughs> Finish your question. <laughs> you look a little more uh, put together and in shape than like a me or a Brian. Well, that's because, as you can probably just tell by my last question, how are yeah. you getting any time getting to the gym with children? Well, my we, a, a we only have one. Um, but so, even still, well, my wife young, I, right? Yeah, three, three, three and a half. So, my wife and I decided, and we try to flip flop work. Like while she works, I'll stay home with the kid, and then while I work, she'll stay home with the kid. That kind of works. I didn't actually work this year because <laughs> I didn't get a job during my time off. So. Uh, um, so, so we decided so that, that flip stayed never came back to a flop is what you're yeah, saying. Pretty yeah, pretty much. Mostly on the flip. Mr. Mom. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're mostly on the flip. But we said, like when she's work, when I'm working, I'll get her a babysitter in the morning so she can do yoga, and then when I'm working, she'll get me a babysitter. Okay, so so you can right, so I can go to the gym. And, right. Yeah. Or, <laughs> that's what comics say when they're not doing anything. <laughs> I'm writing. Yeah, yeah. You've been well, you've been busy. I've been writing. No, but e- <laughs> so but even nothing. still, and I think I think Marie would agree with this is that even though you you stay in shape, the body does not. It doesn't have the aggressive nature that it once did. So even if you do exercise and you do lift weights, it's not like you know your body when you were younger. It would when you worked out for a while, you'd see like change pretty quick. Oh yeah, you'd notice some things. It's just I'd, when you do it now, it's a lot harder to notice a difference. I'd go on a surf trip to let's say Costa Rica for a week, and I'd come back and I would just be ripped. Yeah, because all you did was ripped. swim. All I did and surf and 
Now, man, I can surf eight days in a row, and I'm still flabby guy over 40. <laughs> and it's funny you mention that, because I just had to, I just had to uh, cut together a, a tape to give to a club, and, and uh, I was headlining the Irvine Improv, whatever. Now, oh, I think you're on that show. Let me get, yeah. my, let me get yeah, yeah. my fake applause. I don't have it. Continue. Yeah, no sound effects. I, was, I, he, well, I didn't know he was going to go for grandstanding, so I was, gonna, <laughs> I was trying to find something. I, I wasn't ready. Well, there's a reason I say that, is because I had, I'm like, oh, man, I look really fat in that bit. I wanna, <laughs> so I scroll through the whole I scroll through the whole thing. I'm like, oh, man, I look really fat in that. And so now I'm like, I don't want to send this book or this thing. has nothing to do with the say, fact that like, I'm killing. Ju- like, has nothing want, to do with the fact that I'm, I'm killing. Like comedy. We, cares about your we weight. only right. want in shape comics at <laughs> that's this right. club well there are some clubs that, that started that for a while which i never understood that but that's a Youth, joke right no well, who in shape that? who the fuck there was is a guy okay so here's the thing you, i don't, I don't even care comics. i don't even care because i'm i teeter in the in the in the comedy world mm-hmm. there was a short period of time i don't remember who the um who the general manager was at the comedy store there was a, he when he he said to me um I don't know if there's going to be room here for you in the future because, you know, you talk about raising families and stuff like that, and we're moving towards young and in-shape people. The comedy <laughs> well, is scene. this Tommy? No, 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 no. This Who was somebody else. Who the fuck else. said that? And, and it wasn't the, I wasn't sorry. It wasn't the booker. It was the general manager. Was that Bon Jovi's brother? And I just thought, I thought it was the stupid. And I didn't say anything to him. I thought it was the stupidest <laughs> thing I had ever heard in my life. It's fucking hilarious, isn't it? Because I was thinking to myself, every comic, nothing that you just said has shit. anything to do with comedy. You just you just described somebody that you want to go on a date with. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> you about. Did. If you're young and in shape and good looking, you're not doing yeah, comedy. Yeah, you're getting laid. Yeah, that's what, what, the, that's what they were trying to do. You're going to be a model. That's hilarious, dude. We want. We're we're moving toward. We're moving in a different. You're raising a family. You're flabby. We're looking for your young. <laughs> it was shape, the weird. Yeah, six pack. And I've always said butt. it's like. Here's the thing. I've always said like, if you don't get me or if you don't like me comedically, mm-hmm. that's okay. Just say that. Right. Right. Don't come up with all these outlandish. <laughs> reasons why yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. I'm not going to work with you. Like you're, I'm not going to be offended. You're, you're not, not my cup of tea. Is better than comedy is yeah, not flabby. for every single sure. person. And bookers, as, as talent bookers and general managers and people who run clubs, as much as they want to say that they know comedy across the board, they don't. It's always subjective. So it's just oh, pretty much oh, a, yeah. it's their opinion, yeah. or they just follow the trends that's going on in the business. So it's like I'm not, and that's not even I'm not even insulting them. I'm just saying that's just the reality of how the business works. So if you say anything outside of that, you don't know what you're talking right. about. Yeah, yeah. You know that phrase ghosting going around right now well it's like does where, it mean when you beat off and wait, throw your ju- my kids just got home what <laughs> guys gather around uh go <laughs> i think you're thinking a, of a spider-man no, oh oh well you sling your way yeah, yeah. okay uh no ghosting is not talk, nearly as disgusting and <laughs> sorry, sorry hey listen uh, we're looking for a little cleaner humor yeah. from a younger guy <laughs> younger, more in shape better comic. looking <laughs> well they're do everywhere you know how to do punchlines and sit <laughs> Punchlines and stuff, but their ghosting is is what the kids are calling when a girl or a guy will just stop returning your texts and oh, emails instead go- of breaking up, yeah. instead of breaking up with you, and they call it ghosting. I've been ghosted by comedy club managers for like <laughs> long fifteen time. years, yeah. man. Me what are too. you talking about? It's new. It's nothing new. But I just, I, I like, I ghosted by my managers, <laughs> my old manager, just stopped returning my calls. And I, I, also, I like of all the comedy, I don't deal with many bookers or anything like that, but. Not, I'm I'm curious now. Like with statements like that, like we're going for a young, younger, more in shape. If if there's a thing like I know comedy across the board, and you got to do push-ups to do comedy. Like <laughs> I just wonder if people are like I'd love to get inside everyone's head. The only Booker who I think like right now I would go, yeah, that guy is fucking doing it right, and he's creating an amazing environment for comics. And that's Patrick. Uh, 
it's either Milligan or Mulligan at uh, the Stand in New York. Okay. Oh, really? That guy is amazing. Did I haven't you been work back there? to the Stand, and I haven't been back to New York to perform in. And years. he's so he's somebody oh, that he's took great. it over, or is this somebody who's always been around? Was, no, he. I don't think he's always been around. I kind of got put in touch with him through Eric Abrams. Okay. Oh, sure. Uh, years ago. And he, I don't know if he would, like, The Stand was a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of turned it into a comedy club downstairs. And it's like, every time I call him, he's got spots for me. And every time I go to one of those shows, everybody there is awesome. Okay. You really feel like you're, like, that's New York comedy. Like, every time I'm there, Judah Freelander's there. Every time, mm-hmm. like, those guys are always, like, Todd Berry's always, like, all of these people are always there. And it's very, it's a well-run club, man. And I've just, the, I think the way he does it. Is smart, however he's doing. Well, I think it, it's 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 never easy to uh, develop comedians. It's very hard, and I think you know. I mean, it's like people that you know. You know, comedians. Everybody's <laughs> going to bug you. Everybody's going to try to right. kick down your door. Everybody's going to want that stage time. You know, whatever. <laughs> there's what on average, you know, seven to ten spots a night in any club in this city. Sure. Not, I'm not including, you know, laundromats and, you know, off the offshoots, but, <laughs> right, yeah. but I mean, it's, clubs. it's, it's gotta be hard, but it's just, it's a little bit disappointing that because it becomes hard, they just, they just streamline it and then they just stay small and then mm-hmm. they just go, they, they, a lot of times it just, you just kind of go with the trends, which is again, if you know that going in, you can't right. bitch about it. You just got to hope you, you sneak in there somewhere. Well, you got to relearn it too. Like I was stoked, like I, we were talking about this on Mike, I think me being a stay at home dad this summer, um, so I was like, sweet. I just released an album like two months ago. So I'm just going to stay in town. I'm going to do all the shitty shows and I'll do Melrose and Irvine improvs and I'll just work on, you know, my next hour or whatever. And I forgot that uh, everybody else is in town this summer because it's so slow. <laughs> yeah. Stand up is so slow in the summer. Nobody works. So yeah, it's like the fight not... for the stage time is ridiculous yeah. right now. Yeah. And it's not like I'm new to the scene, you know, I right. know. Every Do you booker. feel like you've earned? That, that's always a weird. It's an interesting thing to me with uh, L.A. Do you feel that there's you never really earn your place? Like you can leave for like a year and then you come back, and because you've been around and you've been established, you try to get into some of these rooms because you know not all of them are booked by club right. people; they're actually booked by other comedians. And that you just you're like they don't care. Like there's no earned position. I don't think there's an earned position unless you're unless I call it you you win the comedy lottery right and you become one of the comics that my mom can name. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. One, one of the, the five that's people six, that everybody... maybe, yeah, you know? Yeah. But I, I also, like, you know... The reason why I bring it up is because it's interesting. There really is no scale, right? There's no earned scale. Like, you you put your time in, and then you kind of get... Then you're in. It, it doesn't work that I'm, way. It's I'm going through this right now. Like, there's a really shitty club up north that, I, that I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll do that in the fall because I'm working on new stuff. So I emailed the booker. She's like, oh, there's a new booker. So I emailed the booker. And I know he's going to be like, I don't have any room for you. I'm like, okay, so there goes a week that I'm not going to be able to work because a new booker came in and doesn't know me. And yeah. he's younger. And yeah, I've been shape. doing that club for 10 years. Right. And so all of a sudden, I'm at the bottom of the... Because he brings in his guys from where he was booking last time. It really is. It's like you... like I've, A lot of comics I know have lived in LA and then they moved to New York. They're like, oh, I'm going to go to New York because you can get stage time every night and do so many shows. I moved back to LA in about a year because yeah. oh, tail between their you, legs. A you lot start. Of times. You start at the bottom. Like I've been doing this since 2001. If I were to move to New York now, chances are I would be at the bottom of the barrel and have to start going to these, you know, you fight mics and sure. you got to start over. Basically, yeah, you, I, don't, I don't have it in me to start over. Nor do no. I want to really live in New York for that matter. But, <sighs> um, 
but I just it's just weird how you can like you said you stop for four years and in those four years people just probably forgot about you oh yeah and it's not because you're not memorable or you're not a nice guy it's because everyone's so focused on what they're doing it's like if you get out of my if you're not in my field of vision yeah. I fucking forget you're around sure. well there's the whole thing about another, hanging out with another good looking white guy comes in to do comedy right. and then you just blend into the back well, that's I'm, that's comedy tryouts now, or like pull up bars, and uh, you know, it's like oh a, God, it's like the health test you took. In, you know, have to do a comedy combine in order to get in. <laughs> he runs. What's his forty? What's his forty time? Ooh, that's too slow. <laughs> he can't. He can't work this club. But he also doesn't have any material. What's his JPS? Sign up for three minutes, JPS. two minutes, of, jokes per second. Uh, oh, uh, was that? I, like I just that. made that. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> it can be. It is now. First it of just all, became yeah. that. Who, how many jokes did he tell per second? Um, <laughs> these are the quickest jokes I've ever heard. He's just making fart noises into the mic, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, Murray, thematically, what I'm finding out here is that uh, having a child has completely fucked your life up. Extremely. All right, good. Just want to get clear. So, hopefully, John? your kid will listen. Having to Having some podcast. kids. <laughs> Just got engaged. Just hey! got engaged. Hey, congratulations. Another grand <laughs> moment that I was not prepared for. Another what? I'm yeah. so glad no marriage effects. equality worked out for you. <laughs> it did. It totally did. Hey, what? It totally Come did. on. I'm close-minded. It t- <laughs> I'm, I'm homophobic. Um, yeah, no. Um, but I don't, we, we haven't really... We kind of talked about kids Like right after we got engaged. She was like, I guess we should talk about stuff. I go, yeah, maybe. Are you sterile? I don't think so. Is she sterile? I don't think so. You'll have kids. Well, he's over forty. Jeez, how? Oh, I know her. Yeah, I know your. <laughs> that was that was an old man thing right there. <laughs> oh, how old is you? Well, wow, I remember her when she was this tall. Oh, she's still making daisy change. No, we worked together on a, on a show a yep. few months ago, and I met her. Yep. She's a sweetheart. Yeah, yes, a lovely woman. A lovely woman. No, handsome. This is, this is handsome good news. Woman. John is all grown up now. He turned forty. He panicked. He's getting married. I didn't panic. Okay, just check. I didn't. I want to make sure she panicked. Yeah. <laughs> so she was confused. <laughs> She's like, what are we doing now? I remember I was sitting in on, on set with her, and we're sitting by the producer's table, and uh, and she's just like, oh, so... Can you talk? Can you say what show it was, or do you not want to? Uh, yeah, I don't care. It was 500 questions. What yeah. happened just now? We're just... Uh, it, He's it, trying to do sound we're effects. We're on ocean. We're out, in the, we're, out, we're out... You're getting ready to surf, and uh, okay. you're telling us a quick story before you run into the ocean <laughs> okay. and get attacked by a shark. Dude, we'll <laughs> talk about that in a second, because right. you must have seen that video. Oh, yeah. I was watching it live. Mm. Um... Anyway, so she's just telling me all this stuff about John to one point where I'm like, you know, John and I aren't that close of friends. <laughs> like, I, it's hilarious to hear this stuff, but I'm just FYI. His penis is crooked. I don't want to know that. I, he, did, he was on my podcast once. What, uh, what, what, she, what did she share that was not... Uh... Oh, I'll, 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 I guess John's getting all nervous now. No, I'm not nervous. I'll so. say the nice one she said, oh. which was that you're surprisingly a neat freak. Oh, yeah. The nice one. That's you all are? she said that was nice? Well, do, you dust all, do you dust all your keys as well? Uh, are you that far? Do you go I'm, that far, I'm or not, are you just uh, organized? I'm very organized. But not a duster. I'm not a duster. I try to hire a cleaning person for that, um, but I have dusted, and now I'm cleaning bathrooms because we're kind of, uh, you know, how do you say, broke as shit right now, so... <laughs> Can't really bring in. You know that no one that you the one thing you have to understand this right now. You can never expect anybody to feel sorry for you for the following categories. Oh, one, yeah, I, I can't afford my gardener. Right. Uh, Two, I can't afford the cleaning lady uh, anymore. Understood. Dude. And three, I am tired of raising my kids. Why can't I get a nanny? No one cares about any of those it's things. It's so funny it's, you bring that up. My pool guy and I. Just, <laughs> the pool guy's enough. My disguise. pool guy who's raising my kid. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I I understand no one's going to feel bad for me, but I am uh, financially uh, 
If I can give you some marriage in advice. Ruins. You're in ruins. Yes, don't get married and that'll save my finances. No, get a cleaning lady, even if it's only like once every two weeks. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's I, a good, mar- that's good when, marriage when, advice. Like, when she has friends that are about to visit, I do a once that's over the house. That's your marriage advice? Yeah, yeah. No matter what they're going through right now, we just don't <laughs> seem to sleep together anymore. You need to get a cleaning lady. Get a cleaning lady. lady. Have a cleaning every, at least every once a weeks. month. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to say, get a hot cleaning lady. That's that's that's. Where's right. the topless? Go ones, to right? porn, pornhub.com and uh, do we have topless ones out here? Or is that or is that a is yeah, that a United, hired, is that a, all the way? You no, did that once. Did you hire one? Yeah, I hired a topless uh, cleaning company. All dudes. They came in with their shirts <laughs> on. Super annoying. I said they're free the nipple. They were really good at what they did. They're vans out here yeah. that have their hot pink vans. It yep. says topless cleaning lady, and I just assume for ninety nine bucks, they're all in that van. Yeah, they all live in there. <laughs> Only thing. There's bunk just, beds. No, there's actually, just they just get the call and then they Actually, drive they're in a shipping container down by Long Beach yeah. waiting to be released. <laughs> That's fucking Hollywood probably. Anonymous Law and Order Edition. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I was going to say, yeah, they all live in the van, but. Um, they drive, but then the van goes into a big semi truck like Knight Rider used to. <laughs> That's where they get like their assignments and stuff. Assignments. They're actually investigators, private investigators. Dude, now they're like, isn't that? Well, that was already a show, VIP, right? With Pamela Anderson. Whether there was VIP and there were she spies. There's been a couple of those. Like, Acapulco hot, hot, hot spies. Is that she, what you're she spies? Sounds like a weird video on. No, it was it was a show. You know, it was back before cable was really like people watch cable now. It was back when you know cable was questionable. Oh yeah, when like yeah, uh, we, I, I'm on a show. It's on TBS. TBS. Yeah. Fucking what? And now it's like I'm on a show on TBS. Like oh good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> listen, TBS is doing some good programming. Yeah, not bad. All, I mean, we, all they need now is viewers. Yeah, it's true. Are they struggling? Yeah, they I don't know the, why uh, I would even care. ask Conan. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like Conan you. a lot, and I never watch it. I don't. I don't watch. Well, a you, lot of you start late realizing the actual power of lead-in, though. That's the thing is is actual network television, and the thing is is network television. I think until it, if it ever dies, mm-hmm. it, it, I think just the way the system is set up right now, I don't think there's room for another network to do what Fox did, which is get in the game. I just oh, don't yeah, think Fox people can, are. Yeah. I think people, the new generation isn't even interested. So you can't, you're not, I just don't think anybody's going to be able to get. Television's on its way out. And it breaks my heart because that's all I ever wanted to do. Do you think it's up. on the way out? See, I don't ever think it's going to go it's, away. It, I think it's going to The way evolve. we know it is on its way out. Like yeah. the last writer's assistant I had, who's 25, never owned a television in his life. He just watches everything online. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, now that you have HBO to go, are you, you don't crying, have to, John? I'm about to, man. I really like TV. And, <laughs> me too, man. And I, see, I know what you're saying. It's, it's, and I, I I appreciate all the new outlets, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love like Netflix doing original programming and Amazon doing I think that's fantastic. And I think it gives us more quality programming with less bullshit restrictions that networks have. Because the net the problem is that the network executives are gonna end up they're they're the ones destroying television. Sure. Because they have no fucking vision and they have no originality and they have no balls and they won't take any fucking chances on new stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, give me some rehashed crap. Oh yeah, that's <clears> good. <throat> they put that on and then they wonder why nobody wants to watch well, it. And they, then they cancel it in fucking two days. Right. The, the thing is, is once HBO laid the groundwork for that and exposed the networks. Yeah. By saying, "All right, we're just gonna we're gonna take a risk here. We're gonna let these people do what they do, and we're gonna let this thing grow. And we're gonna let it breathe." And then Netflix and voila, up on Sopranos. It and, yeah, but then now you have these new ventures, like you talked about Netflix and Amazon, probably eventually Hulu. Now that the Showtime is bought them, but it's like they're gonna oh, yeah. Hulu's they're going up. to do things, and it's just going to just have this glaring hole that networks are just incapable of adjusting to. Well, they're also the fear. It's, it's two different things. I, I mean, HBO is paid is subscription TV, right? You know, the top four. Networks networks or whatever are advertising so you're not just answering 
to your viewers, you're answering to how many corporations? Yeah, so, and, 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 and the kooks, and, not, and, and the kooks, and not that, to defend the, television. Don't tr- trust me. I'm not defending yeah. that side of television. But no. my first writing job in town, the executive producer said. Uh, just so you know, you're here to fill in the time between advertisements. Yeah, that's all you're Which, here to do, th- and that's never changed. No, but, the, no. but the th- but the problem is, they I think they're a little bit too quickly uh, influenced by all these coalitions that get involved and try to shut oh, things sure. down. And I just I mean, if it's weird what Middle America likes sometimes it, when you it always when you... it always boggles my mind that like Big Bang Theory is a show that you know people like my uncle are like, well, that's a pretty edgy comedy, and you're like, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> But then, but then again, I've gotten to the point also where it's like, who cares? Because there now are enough other outlets to actually go get what you really want. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just I just don't watch three camera, you know, sitcoms. Yeah, I mean, every every genre of television has its heyday, and that's and the three camera is over. You know, for a while there it was the sitcom, and then for a while there it was the hour long drama. You know, for a yeah. while there it was the talk show, the late night talk show, and for a while there it was the daytime talk show. So every you know every genre has its own. Somebody was just bringing up all these people, those names I'd forgotten, like Sally, Jesse, Raphael. And oh yeah, and I, and I had just completely forgotten Donahue. There, there was a caller. Whole, are you there? <laughs> yeah, they're right. There was this whole probably decade where it was. Dude, Letterman those, had the, a daytime talk show. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, but there was a decade where the most famous people on television mm-hmm. were doing daytime talk shows. How about that one? She was she was a stand up, and she actually won. Ellen. No, no. <laughs> no, no, she's a blonde. She's a lesbian. Not Ellen. Someone else. Someone else. But she was a stand-up. And I think she won like Star Search in the... Star Search? Star Search in, in like the late 80s. And then she got her own TV, her own daytime talk show. Rosie O'Donnell? No. And then they outed somebody on television and he killed himself. Oh. Wait, um, who, what? Uh, it was uh, not... Um, Shit. Uh, only if we had. I a guess only if we had the internet. Sort of cable. I, only if I had my encyclopedia for three old guys bitch about the fall of television and we forget uh, we have the internet <laughs> at our access. Can we look that up on the TV? <laughs> um, I, I was going to say that wasn't Sally Jesse Raphael. No, no, I can't remember her name. Lisa Lisa Gibbons. No, no, no. no, no. She, she was a, she was an e like entertainment. Who is the guy is with the, the big, who is the guy with the big mouth? He died. Uh, Morton Downey. Morton, Morton Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Channel Nine, Secaucus, yeah, New Jersey. Uh, we went to a taping of it. Did you really? Oh yeah. There's a show. There's a movie coming out about him. Uh, I think oh, it's really? out. I think it's out already. It might be out. It might be out. Already. I, I, uh, I don't have. I don't have internet, so I don't. <laughs> I'm going to type in talk show host suicide or talk show was host. It suicide or murder because one somebody got murdered after I, th- I thought he killed himself. A Sally Jesse Raphael thing. I think I did see a. I remember there was one. Um, uh, anyway, I'll just type in talk show host suicide and let's see if hopefully. Uh, <laughs> On a very special Hollywood Anonymous, we Google stuff online that you can't see. Right. Well, no, no, I'm saying it out loud. But anyway, so back to so Murray, you're yes. you're now saying yes, I mean, to get off something and more about you. Yeah, so yeah, you do you like please um, the choice to stay home was uh-huh. was it yours or was it was it genuinely just you know. I mean, let's talk through that because I'm always curious. Like I made my personal choice to stay home with my kids, which I told you um, earlier. Um, but Before we started the show, I actually think it's it's a great thing, and I just love how you're like, yeah, everybody says that to me about you know st- about the, a dad staying around and being you know, there for or his just kids. or one one of the parents. Like I just feel like if you can avoid daycare, one the cost is right. insane, and then well, you two, don't even know half of it. Yeah, oh, I'm sure I don't. And then <laughs> and then two, like I love I love uh, hearing that people about kids talk about how pricey kids are. <laughs> Guys, it's, it's well, like ten dollars a week to have a kid. <laughs> or it's, it's like ten, ah! fifteen dollars a week. <laughs> Crazy, but I'm saying like, I, I if I had kids, I would 
prefer that me or my wife hopefully raise them. Oh yeah, that's what we do. But you need like like I'm here. I got a sitter. Right. You know. Oh, I understand. You got to get a sitter just to save your sanity, man. Absolutely. I meant like just throwing them in daycare or getting someone to just because I I know people who have kids. Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones. That's it. She was a stand-up. The gay killer. Game yeah, I'm over. reading in the thing. This, it was a same-sex crushes controversy, and so they outed the person, and they eventually, uh, yeah, Jenny Jones. She's gone, man. That's a fr- that's what I'm saying. Like these people just <laughs> gone. Well, I mean, I'm sure they took their money, and hopefully, yeah. well, no, yes, you are. Correct. I remember I had somebody on my podcast. It's called Road Stories. So you can get it at rootstories.tv on iTunes for free. We're not doing, we're not doing the plugs. Yet. Um, no, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping the conversation going. Oh, okay. This I'm is how you talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> I warned him. I warned him before Murray, the show. Stories. No dead air. No dead air. <clears throat> I was Ariano. I was talking to somebody who went up against her on on up, oh, uh, uh, on, on Star, Star Search, and he. Wa- I think either they were on my show or somebody was telling me this story. Um, and they walked by her dressing room and she's like inching her skirt up as like as high as it can go for the sensors to not yeah. have her block. And he looked and turned his manager and goes, and all this time I've been working on jokes. <laughs> and <laughs> See, she won. And she won. The, younger, more in shape. Uh-huh. More in shape. Younger. She was doing crunches. It was, yeah. it was weird. God, how, I bet I could have get, get into some people's heads, right? If I was just doing push-ups before a set. <laughs> you guys ready for this? People are like, wow, he's good. I saw a dude backstage it was like a, a casino uh oh, i'm sorry i keep hitting this microphone i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> but you can get his podcast right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. talking into a tin can for an hour and a half dude i and murray you've you've been doing you said you started doing podcasting when uh like 2009 or 8 or something like that Whoa. It's, it's, but th- there are there, there was a there was a, a a period of time probably still going on all the people that do them on their phones stop that oh, it's please awful. stop that you're it's just like i know they call it the new frontier but please stop doing podcasts on your phone it's all please. about sound man the sound quality that's if, Brian, if I hear somebody's talking through a tin can, I turn it off. Yeah, Brian, someone broke into your house and is eating. No, that's my fridge. nephew. Uh, my nephew Ben. Oh my. God. Oh good. I thought it was your wife. Ben is in town. Uh, I thought. Well, I know. Up. I know. Fish is playing Saturday. I thought maybe he. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what he's doing. Just got off fish tour. He's actually uh, downstairs, barricaded, uh, protecting uh, you from the dogs. Yeah. Fuck those dogs. The dogs hate you. Oh yeah. Hate them. Mm. We used to write over here a lot, and uh-huh. unbeknownst to Brian, when he would leave the room to go like help his kids do something or whatever, I'd be left alone. The dogs would be here, and they're. But t- they never. They always barked at you. Though. It wasn't like when you came here, they didn't bark at you. No, they would bark when I entered, but they were for the most part for the first couple of days they were cool with me, and then one Wait, day. You, I, what's going on here? T- continue. And then one day I just <laughs> started uh, like when he would leave the room, I would be like. <gasps> And I would chase him around and freak him out. And they'd get up on the couch and I'd corner him. Like, they would be like, they would just go nuts. So that every time I pull up to that point, they would just see me in the window and be like, fuck this guy. I told you I did that before. I've, told, I've said this before. So mad, dude. He's so pissed off right now. <laughs> well, because they bark a lot and it's loud and it's super. I don't. Obnoxious. I don't appreciate this at all, Brian. Well, you're not a dog guy. You have dogs. <laughs> what? You have dogs. No, I told you. Imagine if you did that to your children. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm just rough. My following. children. My children only bark at out of shape comedians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not ripped dudes like me. God, I can't wait to walk into a comedy club and be like, what? All these fat fucks on stage. <laughs> Can't you get any better, more in shape comics? We're back. No, then you go, I'm back. I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to go talk to the booker right now. I'm going to go, guys, I've seen the fat fucks you put up, and let me tell you what, I'm losing weight. What is it? What's the thing? The fat thing they check out? What is it? Oh, your doctor. Fat fat per second. FPS. He's got so much fat per second. Fat per second. Wait, you were saying something. I don't know. Oh, shit. I don't know. 
Oh, the choice, to, the choice to stay at home. Yeah, just oh. the whole stay at home dad thing. And have you seen it affect your uh, comedy immediately as well? Uh, yeah, it affected my comedy. My whole my album I just released is an hour about being a stay at home dad. Yeah, and uh, or actually, it's an hour about being a dad, not specifically stay at home dad. So yeah, it's totally affected. I mean, how do you not? deal with it you're because de- you write about what you know yeah and it's like you know and what like i remember when i got married i'm like i'm not gonna write about being married everybody writes about being married the fuck you're not but you have to <laughs> it's a personal in, journey yeah, you moved so. in with you with nicole you're yeah. gonna be writing about living I've with a chick i already got 10 minutes on right you know, you know what, what I, mean? I mean but 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 that says to you to me it says that you're a comic who because there are comics who just write jokes that are unrelated to them right. at all and that's fine that's a style and it's a style and and it's you know it's like you know, I think Stan Hope said this about but it's the difference of Carlin and you guys Pryor. Need to, you guys need to figure it out. How do I do this? You guys Are these the called microphone? cans? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the difference of Carlin and Pryor is Pryor talked about his life and Carlin made jokes. Uh-huh. Like he wrote jokes. So it's like you choose to talk about yourself. So before it was honest comedy about who you were. There's no way you can't talk about having a kid once you have a kid. Right. There's just no You can't do it. Your material, because you'll feel like a weirdo because you mm-hmm. know what's going on in your life. And then you're talking about like, I'm a single coked up guy. No, you're not, dude. You're a stay-at-home dad. Talk about that. I'm a single like, coked up. I gotta cut this short. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta get out of here. I've, but I've seen comics in the transition. They panic because mm-hmm. they've been so used to talking about one style. Whether it's like their this whole their whole persona has been single or whatever, or um, I just never having kids. And then when they get that when when something changes in their lives and they don't know they don't know how to quite accept the fact that it's going to take a while to mm-hmm. get. You're get going with that, and they panic, and they don't it's, know if they should be doing it or not. It's terrifying whenever you, if you talk about who you are on stage and what your life is like. It's terrifying any big change you make. Like about 2006 or seven, I pretty much stopped drinking as much before. <laughs> like I knew that part was coming before shows. <laughs> C- comma, it became it became something that I was like, I don't, I'm I'm going to focus on being funny and not being drunk. You know right. what I mean? So well, you have to at some point. Otherwise, well, you're otherwise, just... you, exactly. Otherwise, I'd be still doing what or I was dead. doing back then. Yeah. I would be dead. Yeah, okay. but. But so you change that, and then all of a sudden you're like, shit, if I'm not falling down and pissing my pants all the time, then what am I gonna, where are my jokes gonna go? Like, I have, my whole thing was like, I like to party. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, I don't really like to party that much. I like to stay home. And, you know, you, you panic, you freak out because yeah. you're like, how am I gonna fucking write jokes you about this? You have to this? be okay to fail. Yeah, you have to be okay with failure. Oh, yeah. If you're thank not, God, just thank God, of... I'm very okay with this. <laughs> and when you okay. write personal stuff, I've seen it <clears throat> happen to me several times where you just go, Way too personal, <laughs> and it turned and it's in people are like, Oh, oh, boy, maybe, infected maybe, pee holes. I don't need to well, hear you about guys, maybe, guys, maybe this guy should not be on stage, or maybe on a couch, yeah. somewhere we're talking not to your therapist, buddy. Yeah, yeah, which is funny because we're, we're we, all three of us are talking about very, you know, okay changes. You're talking about like oh. not talking about pissing yourself, right? As much as right you're right, talking right. about, yeah, I'm gonna start talking yeah. about having a kid, <laughs> me too. Yeah, and then I'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself, I just was watching Tig's documentary where she. Has to get up on stage and tell everybody about my mom died. I have cancer. Yeah. Like Hack. it's just like yeah, that's that's a little bit. I think that would be a tougher transition. I think as a comedian. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I'm just and thinking, she nailed that. Have you seen it? By the way, it I just haven't came watched out. it yeah, yet. It's I, good. I watched her knock knock thing. I thought that was very funny. I watched her Largo. I bought her Largo set. Oh, nice. Or which listened is, to her Largo. Which set, is I should yeah. say. what that documentary is about. It is well. It's just about all the things going on in her life. Mm-hmm. It's it's so it's 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 a different take on 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 comedy, which I appreciated. Well, yeah. her knock knock thing was great but it was because i kind of expected they would talk about the cancer stuff a little more but john Doerr was in it and he literally 
said, so you've had a rough year. And she's like, yeah, my mom died. I got broken up with and I had breast cancer. And then they never talked about it again. I was like, that's a lot going on in one year. You might want to bring that back <laughs> well, maybe, out. Maybe, maybe she the, had plans. She, yeah, I think she obviously had plans. already had because, I mean, that thing came out pretty quick after the yeah. other one. Yeah, so. yeah. I think she had plans. But, um, yeah. But I mean, back to good. your boohoo story about raising one child. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I'm not the one who yells at your dogs. It's Huck, man. I, don't I, turn I don't that anger somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. A lot of, you know, I'm actually thinking facial... about doing the second half of the show with the dogs in the room. That's John. a what great you idea. You want to hear nothing of your guests? That's fine. <laughs> Let's keep the entertainment value rolling That's <laughs> at the same pace. We just bring him out when Bill's here. At the very end, he won't know what's going on. So, so you, did you, are you from here? Uh, you no, from, but I've lived, in, from? I've lived in California you're, my whole yeah, you're life. You're from Jersey, but when did you That's start surfing? Uh, when I moved out here. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. On the back of a truck on the way out. Yeah, he yeah. That's how I did it. Away. Just hung Team Wolf style on top of a van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These are my waves. <laughs> and you came out here because? Uh, just to get out of New Jersey. He's from Jersey. <laughs> well, we, yes, I, I agree with that. <laughs> get out of there as fast as you can. You found out that if Beautiful. you take a right turn versus a left turn, you can actually leave the city or the, the state. So um, but so when you came out here, the, the, the comedy and all that stuff was not the initial part of the Nah, agenda? I was playing in bands at the time, so Ooh. I thought maybe I'd play. Drummer? Uh, guitar player. Although I can play drums, I played drums in the marching band in high school. Oh, oh, oh. So, the parade of tail that brought me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why you're in comedy. All right, so, uh, so yeah, so you started. So you came out here for music. Yeah, I, actually, I, yeah, actually, I came out here with a chick, with a girl. Okay, and how'd plan- that work out? <laughs> well, I didn't marry her, and she's not the mother of my child. Fair enough. Um, but she you came- still see her, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> On Facebook, this is being recorded. Yep. <clears throat> no, like our plan was, she was going to go out two months ahead. Okay. Because she could Meet stay. another man. She could stay. Okay. Well, that ended up being the plan. <laughs> but she was going to stay with her aunt, and then I would come and get us an apartment, and then I would come out, and she'd get a job, and then I'd get a job, and we'd live happily ever after. This is a very detailed plan. Well, hey, at least way. you... But look, it's more detailed than most people have when and they're also like, completely unrealistic, little... but continue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Once you get here, you're like, I want a job. Everyone's like, yeah, so does everybody else. Why don't you take a hike? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking lie. Go get a credit card. Yeah, pretty destroy much. Destroy your life. All right, continue. So during that two months, I was working in Jersey, saving up all my money. And so when I came out here, she is still living with her aunt, uh, developed a coke habit, <laughs> and was boning everything with a penis. <laughs> so uh, I showed up here, no place to live. Wait, are you talking about your girlfriend uh, or her aunt? Oh my god! Well, I boned her aunt later. Uh, are you but, serious? Uh, no. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, aunt wish. fucking payback. I could have. That's a funny part. Yeah. It. Um, so I ended up having sucks. to live with her aunt for like two weeks because her aunt. Like took a you know like she took a shine to me. She's like, sorry about my niece is such a fuck up. But so oh, you all so living together, was, or she got out and then uh, you we lived together a little bit, and then I found an apartment out in like way way deep Van Nuys, and then that was it for her. You never saw her again. Then I never well, saw her. What again. would be the point? Well, no, I know. I mean, just to kind of check up on her. What's she doing now? Is she still boning dudes? What's her address? Who knows? Who knows? Actually, hold on. <laughs> Does she have a phone number? I'm just asking for a friend. Party? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking to hire a coke whore for my bachelor party. <laughs> What's her BPS? Her bony per second? <laughs> What's her how many dicks? How many d- I think DPS? you might know that. You might know that. It turns out. Ask Grant. <laughs> so yeah, so that's how, so that's how I got out here, and then I, and then I was just like stranded, and I'm in like I don't know about you guys, but anybody I told I was moving to California, like. <laughs> See in six no, months, we, we, dude. We've talked about that before. Nobody, everybody, nobody everybody. supports this. The uh-uh. trip. Nobody supports the trip. So I was like, "Fuck you." I don't. Care. I lived in my car for two weeks. Exactly. Like, You'd rather I, live in a box in yeah. LA than go back to fucking back home with your tail. And I was legs. the stereotypical, just poor, couldn't find a job. Lived in my car for two weeks. You know, what doing kind of whatever car was it? Though? A station wagon. Oh well, at least you could lay down. Well, not with all the shit in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bench seats. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. But the guitar, the guitar necks would come oh, up through the middle there, gotcha. so it was it was tough to <laughs> you have to lay your head on it to write. So, it's so, 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 so during those couple weeks, though, did you go? What did I just do? Oh yeah. I've, I, what did I just do? I, I'd say that every day. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> what are you talking it's about? Good, it's good to never let go of Driving that. down to Irvine on a just, Wednesday night, just right. four hours. Your wife's like, you've been out here for a while. You didn't just do this. <laughs> but yeah, so you, so, so then what? So like, how did you so kind of get I, your, I just your got feet? my, uh, uh, my buddy, Rich, who I grew, grew up with, he's a good friend of mine, still talk, I talked to him on the way over today. Um, he moved out here because he was looking for something to do and kind of kind of saved my ass a Just little bit. Just hold that for one second. So other than the aunt and the girlfriend, you knew nobody else out here at that time? Zero. Okay, so, so you didn't have some other fallback. You didn't have a you band, get a buddy from high school. And your band or, okay. didn't come out here. No, I was coming out as a solo artist. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, okay, so now... Never played well another, with By the way, I, ho- all my, I had to hock all my equipment. Oh, that sucks. Now, was this... I don't want to date you in any way. Is this pre or post cell phone? Pre-cell phone. Pre-cell phone. So how... By a couple but, of years. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm but, talking but, but again, 84. Yeah. But again, so, <laughs> here, so you... Right? But, but the reason why I bring that up is because you're really stranded. I mean, your payphone stranded, right? Like if oh, you're, yeah, if you're yeah. living in a car, your pay... So so how did you connect with your buddy and kind of tie all that together? Um, Just basically through payphones. And then I got that apartment, so I had my phone turned on. A so landline. I could connect through that. Yeah. And then he, while I was in that really shitty apartment in Van Nuys, that's when he decided to move out. He's like, listen, we'll get a decent apartment. You find a job, pay me back whenever you can kind of thing. So and what was he, had, what was he, he doing? So he came that. out here and, and already had a, a, a better plan? He had a job. He had a job lined up. Okay. And All right. so, oh, look at that genius. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah, well, how'd that work out for him? He moved he back in six months. He didn't send his girlfriend Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, did he really? Well, well him and his okay. girlfriend broke up, who's now his wife. So it was smart that he went back because he ended up getting married in the girl. Oh, they broke up back home. They broke up. And I think he like, yeah. So he was like, I'm going to get out of here because I'm going to get out of here. Can we finish the show with him? Can you get him on the phone? (laughs) It seems like he's got a far more interesting story. um, Today, Murray's friend, Rich. (laughs) Ah. So, so, okay, so you're out here and you're doing the the band thing. Now, you got to keep in mind, this is like, I moved out here right out of school. This is like 20 years ago. I moved out right out of school. So when did you go? Out of college or out of high school? Yeah, Yeah, okay. So when did you say, all right, I want to do this comedy thing too? Well, after I got got my shit together and I got a table waiting job and I got a decent apartment up in... Franklin, like where the UCB is now, I lived nice. up there for I like that area or so whatever. I said, "All right, now, now that I'm, I got to do something. I'm in Hollywood yeah, now. Now I got to do something. I can't go back. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with my life." So I'm. Um, well, the I'm, music wasn't panning out, or wasn't. Like, you think comics are flaky? Yeah, dude, musicians are the fucking worst. Well, is it? And it's worse because if you get a band together, there's a, there's four or five people that you have to coordinate. Yeah, everything right. With, as right? a comic, like, there's one dickhead involved. As right. a band, there's like <laughs> a three to five assholes you got to deal and with. And you hope nobody shows up because you can do longer time right. or you yeah. get a better spot. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. Without your band, you're not going on. And think about it. so. I moved to Los Angeles where every musician dickhead moves. Yep. Right. So and you were close to that MIT school. Yeah, too. totally. Yeah. So so think about like the p- bands who've made it, like you. Who met in seventh grade? Did they make it? They're, they're doing well. They're, they're doing all right. Okay, all right. You know, and like the Stones and like all these bands who make, they all grew up together and are friends. So now you got to weed through the process. Oh yeah. Of, oh, this guy's an asshole. Yeah. Oh, this guy's a this racist. Guy's a t- yeah. This guy can't play. I don't know what this guy's doing. This guy's got all the coke. We'll keep him. <laughs> yeah. Oops. I think I joined a Nazi punk band. <laughs> <laughs> this is no good. So that wasn't working out at all. So I'm like, all right. And so, and you weren't like acoustic guitaring at a coffee house or anything. I acoustic guitared a little bit, yeah. you know, yeah, but, but that's not, not going to pay the bills. Yeah, and yeah. Where does that lead to, right? I mean, comedy ultimately. apparently, <laughs> <laughs> which also doesn't pay the bills. Well, no, no, failure, failure, <laughs> failure, <laughs> comedy, and then you get failure again. Yeah, exactly. But it gets you in. The, it gets you in the door. That's that's the <laughs> ticket. So so what was it that happened that uh, you went? You know what? I'm going to try this. Um, I thought. 
well, first of all, I, I, I thought, oh, maybe I'll get into acting because I was doing some extra work for some extra money. And, uh, and so I auditioned for like the American Academy or whatever. And I got in, but it was like $10,000. Yeah, so that's, like, that's how you, yeah. So I'm like, Fuck all that. right, I can't fucking do that. I'm not going to ask my parents aren't going to pay for it. You know, I've been uh, talking, you know, uh, can <laughs> I have a good 10 grand. Can I borrow 10 grand? And uh, so I'm like, all right, what do I do? What have I always done that I like that I'm good at? Well, I've always made people laugh. So I started hitting the open mics. Dude, there you go. Do I you mean, remember your first open mic? Uh, my first open mic was the Comedy Store. So you had to do the 2 o'clock in the morning, sign up, stand in yeah, line yeah, thing. Yeah. That's how they did it back then. Yeah, like, yeah. They still do that. They don't think they do that. I don't know no, if they do that anymore. I don't think but they you do. would, but right? I, it was a certain... It was really late at night. You had oh, to yeah. go. Okay. Freddie Soto, who's now dead. Yeah, I love Freddie. Like, I, I, he was for three, super nice I went guy. for three weeks, and I didn't get up. He's like, next week, you can have like the 8 o'clock spot, I promise. Was he running the... Uh, yeah, he was running the open mic. Okay. But that was when I, because I, but before I did stand up, I'd gotten into uh, sketch through, like, I found, I found this local sketch group in town. And uh, the guy, the guy running it turned out to be just like, I won't talk shit about anybody except that girl who I moved out here with. Well, fuck her. I mean, <laughs> and this guy, okay, and yeah, this yeah. guy is such a, a lying scumbag, which I didn't learn till later on. But he got, he managed to get uh, his show a slot at the Ice House in the, in the annex okay. when it was the amateur room. Okay. And so I was in that. And then he got fired, and then the woman's like, who's running it, was like, we're firing him, and we're canceling the show, but you can come hang out and do shows if you want. So I was Just like, you by yourself. Yeah, me and maybe two other guys in the show. You, you by yourself would be the worst sketch group. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I play like six odd, characters at a time. thing for them to, uh, can you give oh, me water yeah. over there, buddy? I, I tried to do it non-wreck uh, yeah, no, the I, thing. But then I thought you were pointing at my... I'm just pointing at how awesome that comment was. <laughs> I was giving you fun guns, dude. Hey, man, really good job on good the podcast follow-up. today. Good follow-up to Let's Marie's talk about comment. it after we're done recording. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she said basically thought you were funny and was she like, thought come I was on funny. Back She's like, come on back, thing. and then and also your personality must have played into that a little bit. I would imagine you right? seem like you're a pretty easy guy. I wasn't a dick. I'm trying. I try not to be a dick. Right, but if you realize that guy was a dick, you're like, okay, now I and know then, never to be like that dude. Yeah, and this is when I was starting to realize he was a dick. So um, so like I had to kind of weigh, and I was his roommate at the time. Oh shit! So I had to like, all right, so this is the only thing I have going for me is this amateur this guy. show yeah. at the Ice House, and this guy just got fired. And now I got I'm taking the show. Uh, yeah. And so, and now I, I so to, then what happened? So then he kicked me out of the I was going to say, get the fuck out <laughs> so of here. He yeah. seriously did. Back in my car again. No, no, no. Back in my car. I got a little shitty one-bedroom apartment. Now, have <laughs> you always... Because I, I I don't know you. I haven't known you for super long. But mm-hmm. when, I, when I met you, you're a pretty easy guy to just start a conversation with. Right. You're not you're not the kind of guy that's that's always on. You're not mm-hmm. the guy that's got the wall in front of you. Have you always been that way? When you first came out, were you a little bit more arrogant, kind of a, a assertive, abrasive? Or you've always been kind of... I think I've always this. been kind of chill. Okay. I mean that's really all. That's why. That's why. Like, if I met you on the street and someone asked me where you were from, I just off the top of my head, I say I think he's from Southern California. Do you know what I mean? Because you're very relaxed and you're not like people. I mean, I've always been that way though. That's good. I mean, I'm Italian from Jersey, but I'm not an Italian from Jersey. Right. Obviously, yeah. I I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. To be oh, first of all, so that's cool. So you had no choice to try music. Good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bon Jovi. Final. So many things between between Elvis Presley and Bon Jovi. The the boss guys. The boss. And the king. The king and the boss. So at the time that you you you, uh, lost your roommate and got a got a free (laughs) and got a free gig at the Ice House. Uh Um, By the way, no car. And no car. Taking the bus. Oh, from, from Hollywood to Pasadena. Oh. So it's, it's costing there you. There was no gold line back then, It's guys. costing you a lot of time and a little bit of money. It's costing me like... <laughs> Yeah, it's costing me like seventy five yeah. cents, yeah, but, but seventy five uh, hours a week. Shit, a ton of time. So, so somebody said trying to get a trying to get a bus from Pasadena at two o'clock in the morning. Oh man! And oh. I was just going every Friday and Saturday, hoping I got on stage. And oh, I would, I would, 
I would get up nine times out of a ten. Okay, but okay. it was still like improv and sketch and stuff like that. Okay, so when when do you the first time you actually were like stand up and like you wanted to do stand up comedy mm-hmm. jokes? Were you like, all right, let's do this, or did you just did you go in and just pull off of the improv stuff and just screw around and then and just try to figure it out from there? Well, I ended up I ended up putting together a show with a do you know a comedian named Hal Sparks? Yeah. All right. So yeah. it was me and Hal and another guy. Hal hosted uh, Talk Soup for a little while, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was me and another guy. We ended up doing getting the regular slot there. So we're doing a combo of sketch, improv, <clears throat> stand up for like a year. And then we got a pilot deal off of it. Oh back, wow! Back when they were still doing that. <laughs> and uh, then That's that great, went though. nowhere. Like most pilot deals. Yeah. yeah but must, still, yeah. that must have been kind of like. How many years after that was was the, you started so, did that for a from, year? You mean from when he moved out here? How long after you moved out here did that? Did you finally get a little... After I started going to the ice house? That's like a year and a half, two years. That's not bad. Going to the ice house. There's a year in my, you know, poverty before. Well, of course. But I mean, to get get a pilot deal, that's fairly... That's an early... It's exciting. It was so early that when it didn't go, I had nothing else. You were probably... (laughs) Were you crushed? So like agents were like... So what else have you done? Like nothing, pass. <laughs> you know. So yeah. I'll be of, at the ice house again next week yeah. after I get off the bus. I mean, so when that went nowhere, then we'd reached our Abbey Road stage. You know, we were all kind of showing up through different doors and and stuff like that. And uh, and so we broke it off. And I'm like, all right, stand up, let's do it. So you didn't, you weren't uh, like, well, now I got to do something real. You were like, I'm gonna, I can still have fun. No, oh, because off that pilot, I got a writing gig. Oh, okay. So I was so able. So you to- started to figure. So you were actually one of those ones where you were okay with writing something for somebody else. It didn't bother. I mean, I, that's a that's a hard transition, I think, for some comics. It didn't bother me until I stopped doing stand up for those four years, and I was writing on a show with Bill Ingvall for four years, and he was traveling to stand-up shows in his private jet. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Mm. So what were you writing? You're, you're writing his jokes or you're writing the actual TV, TV show? You were doing the couple TV, of show. TV okay. shows. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. What was okay. it? Was it the Bill Ingvall show? No, he had, he had four or five shows at one time. Wow. So I did the Here's Your Sign Awards. I did, uh, I did Country Fried, which was a precursor to clip shows. It was like one of the, it was the one that was, that brought, America's Funniest Home Videos Back and Tosh.0 kind of it was the meeting of the middle there okay. gotcha. so we started using YouTube instead of home videos and stuff like that nice and that was like that did seven seasons of not having to worry about getting a job where, that's pretty fantastic I, I guess because I don't watch TV but what, where was that that show? was on CMT okay by the I way would, that, yeah, that was I all his you, shows were on CMT I can give you my resume and you will know if there's a hundred shows on there you will know two <laughs> But you got paid for all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. You will know, too. And like Maybe. you said, seven seasons and not having to worry about work, that is almost and unheard it, of. And it was like, oh, we're getting picked up next season, so we're <laughs> going to take uh, August off, and we'll start back September yeah, and you But September it did start 20th. to bother, but the only thing, it personally just bothered you that you could not do stand-up. That was the hardest thing, right? Well, it was like I was understand. writing jokes, and I was like, ah, oh, this is a good one. I want to keep that for myself. Okay. You know, okay. and then... And so that's what, but then it's funny having written for Bill and his voice, I would go out and do these really funny jokes, but I'm not a redneck, right? you know, so you don't, like, sound, you don't have the accent. No. Yeah. And I was born in Memphis. I didn't live there for 15 years. You right, know what right. I mean? So I tried to play that card for a little while and that wasn't flying. So. And I don't think a lot of people understand that when you're writing also, those are long hours. It's not, it's just, oh, yeah. it's not this is not glamour time. No, correct? no. Oh yeah. No, this is. And I'm sorry. Writing comedy is hard. It is very hard. Yeah. It's difficult. You know what I mean? Like it takes a certain like you know, I don't. I don't know if I have what it takes to be a writer on a show necessarily. You know the difference between like if you write drama, it can fall flat, but it it's still okay. Like mm-hmm. somebody's like, yeah, that was okay. You write comedy and, and it, it falls, falls flat. flat like this fucking it's sucks. Yeah, it, yeah. It's so, the, 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 the drop off is unbelievable. Oh yeah, yeah. And people like I was just re- I follow Michael Ian Black uh, on Twitter. He's very very funny. I've always been kind of a, f- a fan. I don't know the man personally. Yeah. 
No, we're we're running low. So. Oh, right. <laughs> we only have about there's a drought, more. Murray. Fucking a. We only <laughs> have about seventy eight more. Yeah, I know why there's a drought. All the water's in your fucking living room. <laughs> but uh, but I but he was he was he's on the Jim Gaffigan show. He ends up on a lot of these shows like as a kind of a side character or whatever. But he's on the Jim Gaffigan show, which I watch because I think Jim Gaffigan is very funny and whatever. I watch a lot of TV. And I was following him on Twitter, and somebody, just a random guy with like forty followers, was like. Nice try, Michael Ian Black, but you fucked up the Jim Gaffigan show too. I could write a better show, and then instead of just ignoring this guy, he engages him. Well, he's like, of course, and he's like, "Well, I just went through your Twitter feed, and I highly doubt that, but I'd love to hear some of your ideas." It was just like, but people think they're like, and I mean, I was guilty of that as as like a kid or as like a younger man too. Like, oh, this show sucks. I could make a better show. Okay, go ahead, give it a shot. It's fucking it's hard. Really, really, and hard. I'm at I'm at that age too. It's like. People are asked because I, I, most of the shows I work on are like in the alternative and not like reality, just like, you know, like clip show. I did that clip show run with just CMT alone for, you know, four or five years. And then this yeah. shows that spawned. That was another five years. So I'm, I'm just a joke writer. That's what I do. People are like, wow, don't you want to get on a sitcom? I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to write for a show that I hate. I can't think of a sitcom that I like right now that I want to give up my life for. I yeah. want to dump my kid off at a at a daycare right. and go write for some show that sucks. I'd write for John Oliver in a heartbeat. Well, right, right, well, yeah, yeah. That's if I, A, if I was talented enough. <laughs> let's, let's put that out there. Yeah. It's not like they offered and I said no. Yeah. No, that's a great, that's, that's his That's show. my favorite show on television It's right really, now. it's amazing. Show. To me, it's the replacement of The Daily Show, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell, because you're on HBO, you can do whatever he wants, and it's, a, it's once a week, and it's everything that happened that week, and he's... His writers, it's a very good, well-crafted Yeah, he's got a great show. presence and a great voice, man. And I never bought Jon Stewart. I always thought Jon Stewart was just, it was his writers. But John Oliver, I buy. I liked you. The only time I was... I also don't smoke pot. And I always feel like you need to smoke pot to enjoy Jon Stewart. That's... I'm going to have to talk to my parents because they watch it and I didn't... <laughs> Your parents are getting ripped. They used to sell it to out know. of the ice cream truck, right? <laughs> Give me a Frogger, a bomb pop, and a lid. <laughs> and a lid. lid? That's, That's the even... funny. Dude, the word lid. My dad's friend. I, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. It right might now. be Coke. Is a lid? No, a lid is weed. It's okay. like it's like a uh an, I, I think it's an ounce. It's an I think it's an ounce of weed. An ounce? Because I remember I was like going out with my friends. I was like sixteen and my dad's buddy was over there. I think they were drinking beers that I got caught with, and they were like, Hey, all right, hey, thanks for the beer, and like laughing it up. And I was on my way out the door, and this guy goes, <laughs> Paul Shots, he goes, Where are you going? I go, I'm going over to my friend Chris's. He's like you guys gonna go buy a lid? <laughs> I just started laughing. I just started laughing because I knew all this shitty terminology from back in the day. Because I was, a, I'm a Grateful Dead fan, so I'm reading all these books. Everyone's like, "Man, we had grass. It was the hippest." And you're like, "Okay, <laughs> grass and lids. Got it." It was just funny. Oh, uh, do you still smoke pot? Oh yeah, I can't. Oh yeah, I stopped. Oh, you're way too excited about that. Oh no, I'm not excited. You're, are you a card carrier? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I don't carry the card because the card is useless in most. Well, no, no, but book. you know what I mean by yeah. when I say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's uh, it is. Are you are you uh, like a clean? You don't want to do anything because you just don't. You know, having kids that does change a little bit. You can't. No, you can't be a heavy wish drinker. I could smoke you can't, weed, you can't I just, do any. It's in your brain, right? I just wish I could smoke weed. It's just too powerful now. I used to smoke a ton of weed when I was in high school and, and college. it was twenty five dollars a quarter and yeah, it was yeah. like brown. You could, you could buy, you could buy <laughs> yeah. dime bags and it gave you a headache as soon as you yeah, smoked. Yeah, you're, you're rolling huge. Like let's roll a huge joint and like like yeah, because that's kind of what it's going to take to get you high. And, right. then, and now you're like one hit and you're like hello, good night. Yeah, well then I took. I got real. I did straight edge from like I don't know ninety five to like two thousand one or something Uh-oh. like that. Where I didn't drink, smoke, or, or do any drugs. And in that time, the chronic came out. Oofta. And then I, when I went back to smoke pot, I was like, this. 
I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> like I would laugh for a half an hour. I get really depressed and then I kick everybody out and I go to bed and cry. Like it's just way too powerful for me. Yeah, yeah. And you learn that. when you get bad, uh, uh, drugs, uh, there's no tech support. Like you can't call those people <laughs> no. and have them walk you through it. They don't have like, especially your stoner buddies. They just make fun of you. Yeah. yeah. Then you feel worse about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what are you crying, dude? You just smoked a joint. Shut up already. You're ruining everybody's eye. <laughs> I, used to, I used to party with this guy. I got into a little bit of party when I, when I first got out here. And Partying means Coke. Yeah. Okay. Just all so sorts just of drugs. So Brian knows. Oh, well. Yeah. But when, when we were like, when I was younger, I was like, hey, do you party? It, did, it didn't mean like, hey, let's go get some beers. It was like, you party? That's a straight oh, really? up go. That's a straight up Coke reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't okay. know that. But, ah, but just, Coke was I knew it was at least like something drug related. Like, no one just wants to know if you just want to hang out. Yeah, right. Like, you party? Yeah. yeah, I like to listen to music yeah. and eat yeah. cake. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I have a funny hat. Yeah. I'll bring a noisemaker. It'll be a good time. Should we all yell surprise or what? But we used to. So like a lot of ecstasy and stuff was still really hot in the nineties. And so we do all that. And I had this one friend who would be like three o'clock in the morning and everybody'd be sacked and I'd be awake and he'd just be the one guy like, this is the downside of drugs and just like ruin everybody's <laughs> night. Like what? It's like, Thanks that's buddy. Right. I'm always the last one up. I've got a problem. Like, Dude, I'm just, I'm just going to fall asleep. Just shut up, man. You're yeah. bumming me out. We yes. had a good time tonight. Ah, uh, this is what they don't tell you about. No, they do. They tell you about it. It's actually in the fucking manual. It's yeah, going to use up all your stop, serotonin. Stop You're... telling me about it. It's called Suicide Tuesdays. <laughs> and then you realize he's wearing a mad t-shirt. <laughs> You were a plant the whole time. I'm just going to say, Cracked. if you're going to party with people, don't party with professional no, extras. No, They're mad. fucking weird. Moms oh. Against... Oh, not Mad Magazine? Yeah, just something where they never Moms Against either. Drunk Driving? Okay. Well, just in general, they come from the, that ilk. Mobs Against Dopey Drug that's Users. Right, that's right. Moms Against Goops on Gop. <laughs> Get all gooped up on Gop. I'm uh, not here to... Not here to promote drug use. No, no, no. And that's not what we do on the show. It's just happens. We're at a party. We're at a party. All of a sudden, just you're cut, cut <clears throat> up lines of coke. <clears throat> yeah, okay. So anyway, <laughs> oh my God, man. Can you feel my teeth grow? <laughs> Hollywood Anonymous. Woo, Hollywood Anonymous grow. enters its fifth hour. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a ma- marathon podcast. seventh day. Let me tell people you, are listen, People are like, we can hear you sweating through that show. How is that working? <laughs> So Murray, what else? We, as we as we come to a close uh-huh. here, which oh, by the fine. way, you're easy to talk to. As I was going to say that went by super quick. Right. It does when people know what they're talking about. Himself, he's myself. Talking about yeah, himself. I go, he's through another hour. We only you got, heard him say we he only was, got to the two thousands, man. Yeah. So <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a perfect in a perfect world, you would rather write or you'd rather uh, be a touring stand up comic. You you'd rather be a stay at home kind. Not a stay at home dad, but a guy that's with his kid does stuff here. Like what's I'm what? going to say something that you're probably either going to boo or call me cheesy and say, but this last Father's Day, my wife said, what do you want to do? And I said, what I do every day, which is surf, hang out with my family, do stand-up and write. Okay, so you don't want to go. You'd prefer to not go on the road. And, the road go, right and do, yeah, Well, I'd love to go on the road, and I go on the road about once a month, and I'm going to be going to hitting the road a lot in the fall. So I kind of like what I'm doing now. I mean, I'm not a big, you Find know. Find the happy medium, if you will. Yeah, I'm not a household name, but I hear no, that has but, its downfalls, too. But you know yeah, what I mean? Look, if, you, if you're able to, like, help support Why would your, we boo, by the way? Yeah, why, what am I going to, oh, he fucking likes surfing and spending time <laughs> with his kid. What a fucking. <laughs> could have come, come off queer. I don't know. No. Yeah, what a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just shot, bring in the dogs. Get him out of here. But, you know, That's I'm like, I'll close the show. Bring in the dogs. They <laughs> <laughs> just run out the door. <laughs> Um, but I'll be no. at the Ice House this weekend. I'll be in Irvine the following week. I got two weeks doing some stuff for Jimmy Fallon in September. So, and I'm going to go surfing tomorrow. And Forget the first two dates, my people. Dinner. But in September, he'll be doing some stuff with Jimmy Fallon. Because I no, think he's just show, talking about what he's doing in general. Oh, I know, it's but I'm like just in general like, terms. I'm just saying. So, I, I kind of doing it. I would just like to do everything on a larger scale. So, were yeah. you? Does like, that make Jim, sense? Yeah, it does. But I mean, I, I, I would like to not drive to Irvine, but fly a, fly a private jet to Irvine. 
Right, but you're also not, I mean, you'd be content if you were, you know, you can support your family, you Make can do all these things that you love to do, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're not struggling in the sense that some people are desperately struggling. Well, I'm also very fortunate to have a woman who has a career also, so sure, with, with no. our combined careers, No, that's like it. fucking Captain Clown over here. He's, right. His wife uh, is a lawyer? Yeah. Is that your nephew, Captain Clown? Is that who you're Yeah, he's, about? I'm, I'm making, I'm in the middle of, we're on a day off from making a movie right now, so I brought him in to help me with the, with the film. He's PA. On the movie that I'm. Oh, pretty, nice. Yeah, peeing. We all know that means having safety meetings, aka dope smoking sessions right. in the back of a grip truck. <laughs> hey, Uncle Brian, <laughs> my hair's growing. Can you feel it? <laughs> we already had kidding. that conversation early on. Don't do drugs on my movie set. No. <laughs> I'll let him speak for himself in a future episode on what it's like to get work with Uncle Brian. Because <laughs> I, worked, I worked with Uncle Brian, I didn't get any lectures. Yes, because you're not my related. Family. Yeah, you're like do whatever you want, kill yourself on the elevator. I don't <laughs> if care. You die, that's on you, man. <laughs> oh man, you ever hear the stories? I've already seen a dead body. <laughs> you ever hear the stories of the guys who worked in movies and TV in the eighties? Yeah. Just there's just a budget. There was for a cocaine. line budget for coke, and it was just nonstop partying. It, when it came, I, my my <clears throat> roommate talked to a guy who was a PA on the Dukes of Hazard. Whoa! And he said he would. We're not go, allowed to talk about it anymore. Can you? What? Oh, and he would go and get um, for overtime. They would pay the crew in overtime in cocaine, and he would go get it in walkie cases, bring it in, and literally they would put it in a bowl at the craft service table so people could just come by and do it. That's how open. Like, hey, what are you doing? Like, I don't know, man. Got yeah. some coke, so probably just staying in and hanging out. Like, okay, cocaine era. You ever see a movie cocaine Postcards era. from the Edge? No, I never did. Actually, it's Carrie. It's basically Carrie Fisher's story. It's, I yeah, think. It's, yes, yeah. Or yeah, she yeah. wrote it. I know she it's, wrote it's based it. Based on her life, yeah. And yeah. it's just all about how she got wrapped up in drugs in Hollywood. And, yeah. and I'm watching that movie, going, "Oh, that was the time, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> it like the so much the fun. They I liked to party. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> now you're lucky if you can get caffeinated coffee. Yeah. Well, no, you're a Nazi if you get caffeinated coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to have it as long as it's organic, right? Yeah, okay. Certified. Uh, and you actually get the names of the people that pulled the beans for you. Then, then it's okay. <laughs> then as you're long not as it's cage-free and farm-fresh. It was shit out by chickens. <laughs> Chicken pellet. With names. Chicken names. Um, Murray, thank you so much for stopping uh, Guys, by. thanks for having me, and uh, I appreciate and, uh, it. Now is the time. Yeah, anything you else? You want, yeah, you got your show, Road Stories, which is a great podcast that I've done before. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can get it at roadstories.tv, and uh, you can subscribe on iTunes. It's free. Um, it's all great comics who come on, and we just hang out and do this, but we just, instead of telling stories about, you know, Brian's movie, we talk about the road and the, <laughs> and the weird drugs and creepy women and, and stalkers and stuff that, that come on there. Creepy women? I have never... And uh, yeah, that's it. And then you can, uh, I'm at Murray V on Twitter and uh, I'm Southern California bound till October. And then I hit Chicago, Ooh, Pennsylvania. What are you doing in Chicago? The improv. Oh, nice. It's outside Chicago. Yeah, no, it's, it's in Schaumburg. The, yeah, yeah, they, they call, call it the Chicago improv. It's like 45 minutes to an hour that's outside a, of Chicago. Which I never get to see Chicago. I'm, I'm going to try and go out a day early. You fly time. over it. There it is. Oh, <laughs> we fly it into so it. so much fun. Yeah, you should. Have you ever, have you never been? Oh, not, you'd, you'd not love the like, city. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in. I grew up. I lived in Indiana when I was a kid, like two hours. And out. they talked about it. And, they and, talked and about you heard it. Never great got to go. stories of Chicago. No, I never went inside Chicago proper. But my first baseball game was at Kaminsky. 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 Yeah, White Sox. Kaminsky. And even at like eight, I was like. This place is a shithole. Oh, yeah. Back then, <laughs> like, it was. I've never been in a baseball was, park yeah, in my life. to say it was. That the, was the my very first, park the was... first time I ever saw a baseball game live. My dad took me to a White Sox-Tigers game that I won tickets to somehow on the radio or what? something. <laughs> rotten green know? wooden fences. Basically, it was like a rotten green. Yeah, it was. I remember just being there, and I feel, feeling like we were the only ones there. You know what I mean? Right. It was like a rainy day, and I could tell my dad fucking hated going down there. <laughs> 
it was just like fuck this. Is that when they were in shorts? Or? No, my God, that was. I still bring up those pictures all the time. I'm, I'm a Cubs fan, so making fun right. of the White Sox is kind of funny to me. But they wore shorts for half a season in '85. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't follow and, baseball at all. and big collars for yeah, some they, reason with collars, V-necks. Yeah, How do you slide? You scrape the shit out of your right, legs yeah. is what they found out real quick. Real quick, yeah. Like they look like like female softball players. Bill Veck was a. He liked to be a showman. He he put show before well, baseball, that was, and that was. Was he, he was still owning, right? Or no, was he not? Was Reinsdorf owning it by then? I don't think Reinsdorf owned it by then, but I, was Harry Carey still announcing? Because he was a white no, no, by 85. No, no, no. no. By he 85, was, he was with the Cubs. You're right, because I was old enough to be. Yes, I'm outside. Did I mention earlier that I joined the marching band? Yeah. yeah. So I have no idea what you people are talking well, about. I was, right. I was in marching band, too. I played the coronet. Oh, everybody! I was so. kicked out of the band in uh, seventh grade. Whoa, man! That's never, like a music. Used to be yet. about the music because it's a Motley uh, Crue. Behind, Brian Irwin behind the music of right. his marching band. <laughs> behind the oboe, you're out, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming to my house. Uh, uh, thank uh, you for uh, thank you for not taunting my animals. Asking me, my my wife works like two blocks over. See, so Brian, don't talk to his wife. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, if yeah, I leave her alone, away. If I see her at a workplace, don't, don't actually, there's a Finsky. Tell me what she's doing because I don't know. <laughs> I can do that. I mean, Finsky. It's only a matter of dollar bill. What are you, Ferris Bueller? <laughs> it's only a matter of time before we're all live streaming each other. There's no, there's no escape. Periscope Brian as he goes and checks on Murray's Periscope. wife. I, I love Periscope. We should have Periscope today. I forgot about that. We oh, I'm thinking about getting into Periscope. Should yeah. I? Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, it's it's random. You right. don't have breasts, so good luck getting so able to no watch, one's gonna watch your show. Oh, yeah. Unless point. you drink IPA, then you'll get them. But the thing is... is you, <laughs> I read that. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, man. It's right. like everything else. And but, by yeah. Reddit, I read the headline. <laughs> exactly. That's all you need. Anyway, I saw it. It's going to be repeated below, but for like four or five paragraphs. Sure. Murray, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. 